Have we said the name of the podcast enough times? It's called <laughs> Super Weird. <laughs> We can talk for four hours, minute by minute, about the Snyder Cut. No. Did you uh, ever finish it? No. <laughs> no, I didn't finish it. You should I, wait. You know what you should do? What should I do? Watch the first two hours, uh-huh. and then wait three and a half years and watch the other two hours. I watched about an hour. Okay. Fell asleep. Um, <laughs> gave up. The next day, decided, you know what? It's a different day, different me. Let's pick up where we left off. So I hit resume, and it was right in the middle of uh, what I think is supposed to be a very engaging fight. <laughs> between who? Bet- between two people. Between I, two CGI monsters? Yeah, between two CGI people. <laughs> and uh, within five seconds of watching that, I couldn't be bothered to care enough about what was happening. And I thought, well, gosh, if, if, if I'm not engaged at this point, when there's less action... I'm going to be even less engaged, <laughs> so I'm just going to stop it now. Felt like I didn't miss anything by falling asleep in the theatrical cut. Right. Uh, so I feel like I missed even less, but technically I missed even more because there was more of it that I missed, but somehow I feel like I missed less. There's a really good two-and-a-half-hour-long movie in that four-hour cut. <laughs> Except the two-and-a-half-hour version I watched a few years ago was awful. What's a movie you want a four-hour director's cut of? What do I want a Zack Snyder cut of? Yeah. Billy Madison. You would watch a four-hour cut of Billy fucking Madison? Yes. No, sir. I want I want I want each grade to like have a good half oh hour my to it. God. Actually, I'm what if we stretched Billy Madison into like a 12 episode, 30 minute or 30 minute per episode like a season? season. Like a little comedy show. Yeah. Billy Madison, the TV show. Who would you cast as Billy Madison? It'd have to be someone that I, people I would, would watch. I would Gemini Man Adam Sandler. <laughs> I would hate that so much. I would watch it every week to complain <laughs> until they fixed it. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get Xander to watch uh, uh, tonight's midnight movie, because mm-hmm. it is Wednesday. Uh, we have a Caligula? Tradition. Uh, no. Um... Originally, it was going to be Saving Private Ryan, Okay, but that's too long of a movie to show a kid at midnight. I'm sorry. You said no to Caligula, but Saving Private Ryan is okay? Yeah. Different sides of the same coin, in my opinion. Just war versus orgies? Yeah. One is gratuitous violence. The other is gratuitous oral sex between men. One is hyper-realistic, and one is not. (laughs) I'm I'm waiting to see which one's the not hyper realistic one. I mean, Caligula was really silly. Caligula, are, are you saying that I'm not oral saying... sex between men isn't hyper realistic? Not in the it's, way that's not in the way fucking Cal- real. Not in the way Caligula depicted it. <laughs> I don't understand what that means. I mean, Caligula just the <laughs> sets on that movie. 
Hey, that movie was produced by Hustler. They were practically porn sets. Okay. But, like, what, what we're saying is we need Caligula done on the beaches of Normandy. <laughs> Just people coming off of U-boats and fucking each other. Sans bullets. The orgies of Normandy. I remember my grandfather used to tell stories about the orgies of Normandy. He watched his his best friend get blown on pl- that beach. Whole platoon, just D- oh, yeah. D Day had a different friends meaning. Came all over that beach. It was a, a, a cummy mess. It's just D Day. That's all I have to say. It was C Day for some. <laughs> you see that that Gatling gun nest up there? We're gonna we're gonna take him out. We're gonna go in there and fuck them all. We have sex with them and then shoot them with a flamethrower. <laughs> and then have sex with them some more. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ben. And I'm Dexter. And this, and this is, is Super Weird. A quest for the absurd in children's television. That's right. We look at the wacky sensibilities of kid shows and try to uh, manipulate people <laughs> into giving us money. <laughs> it hasn't worked. It hasn't worked once. No one's given us money, and no. in fact, only one person has ever emailed us. No, yeah. Share this podcast with your friends. Hey, this is the state of the podcast address. Yeah, this is this is we're we're doing a bit a little bit of a format change with the podcast. We're going to kind of uh, what's it called in blackjack, where you just kind of split your hand and play two hands at once. Double down. We're gonna double down. We're having fun with our video uh, YouTube channel, and we've made plans to continue uh, doing that. But less frequently, but because it's hard. But with better content. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Make we sure wanna, to emphasize that. Yeah. We we want to we want to continue to do that uh, uh, well, and so we're going to to do that once a month. And our podcast, which requires a lot less post production, we're going to continue to do that weekly. So you'll get a weekly podcast, and once a month you'll get an awesome YouTube video, and I believe you'll be able to get a truncated audio version as a podcast as well. Sure. The discussion just, of the video. It, it won't have all the cool little visual gags that I get to throw in there. Yeah, and it won't. I mean, it won't have the watch through commentary. No. as much as it'll just you have, have a discussion. bubble in your throat, and it's so obvious. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, sorry, new microphone, and uh, <laughs> it picked it up. It picked very it up. well. We have to talk about adventures in Odyssey because focus on, on the family. What the shit? Mm-hmm. What do you mean we're going to talk about adventures in Odyssey? Is this our new podcast arc, Dexter? That we're we're boarding, yes. As as far well, as we're, the it's audio not new, portion, it's not new, and that it is focus on the family. We you yes, know right. We we've, we've, we here in the super weird universe love focus on the family and love to hate focus on the family. I I, I like to think of it as a crusade against them, a crusade against a focus holy on the, war, a f- if you will. Focus on focus on the family. Yes, they're Yep, Um I don't know what letters are. Ben, you've you've done a lot of research on focus on the family, and I have, and you've certainly I hate them. You've certainly spent time digging through the bargain bin of focus on the family oh, for really good it, stuff. It, it's it's a deep barrel, sir. But this is something that isn't in the bargain bin of focus on the family. If anything, this is their flagship program. Yes, focus on the family created in 1987 a radio program called Adventures in Odyssey, and it's a radio program that was aimed at children. Uh, and it is about a small town um, that is what sounds like predominantly white people live in it. Um, yes. Because I was looking at the cast of characters on the website, and I think there's like 50 characters, and two of them are people of color. I grew up with Focus on, or I grew up with Adventures in Odyssey. Uh, my 
parents used to buy me uh, these volumes with cassette tapes, and we would listen to them uh, at night while going to bed as something to just kind of wind down. My mom would say, hey, if you go to bed right now, I'll put on an Avengers and Odyssey tape, and you can listen to it while you go to sleep. And we're like, awesome, Mom, thanks. You know, the alternative is just to sit there quietly. Or, or the alternative for your mother could have been to like possibly read to your children or spend time with. Uh, them. we were too old for that. This was we were older. She wasn't reading to us at this. We were we were in like fourth grade, fifth grade. That's not too old to have bedtime time with your bedtime children. reading. It's not even bedtime reading. Just sitting down, like defragging your child's brain before they go to sleep. I guess, like you know, hey. Did you have fun today? Like, hey, talk to me a little well, bit I mean, before we go to sleep. I don't know. There, there was some of that, but you know, kids don't want to go to sleep. You know, they want to they want to be up and do things, and their their Fair mind enough. is awake. And so you give them something, you know, like to I, overstimulate them before they drift off into slumber. There you go, something to give their <laughs> dreams a theme. So I would listen to uh, episodes of Adventures in Odyssey, and they're little twenty minute episodes where they teach kids lessons and morals and virtues. Some of them are pretty innocent, innocuous, uh, and some of them are very, very heavy with religious indoctrination. And um, I wanted to go back and listen to these as an adult and see if they still hold up as something that I would let my kid listen to. Because as a young father about 10 years ago, I actually did consider like letting my kid listen to these growing up. And then I was like, uh, you know what? I should probably listen to those before I do that. And then I never got around to it. And now they're too old. Why? 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 Why what? Why would you let your children listen to these things? Um, because it, I, I had fond memories. Of How are they going to buy it? Pokemon if all they're listening to is Adventures in Odyssey? Exactly. Now, Adventures in Odyssey did have like an all-star cast. Uh, there are a lot of very well-known and respected voice actors in this show. Hal Smith being the character or the actor that that voiced their main character, John Whitaker, or Wit, as he is known in the show, he who's just kind of an, like. Albert Einstein or yeah he's just kind of an old man who is like an inventor but also has like a weird mysterious past it gets into over the course of the years <laughs> he's a war vet uh, he is he was on the cum beaches of war yeah of, of or orgy Normandy yeah he was there and he's never seen so much cum he he ends up opening like a uh a general store no like it's it's like a place for kids to hang out it's like a rec center but it's like, like a, a Chuck E. Cheese? <laughs> kind of. I mean, it's like, basically, it's like an ice cream parlor that also has like, if you were to take Baskin Robbins and Cyport and put them together, that's what this guy made in this small town so kids could have something to do other than get into trouble. We listened to one episode. It was all right, but there wasn't exactly a whole lot of meat, so we looked for another one. You mm -hmm. found this one, yeah. which is... Uh, Titled Bad Luck. Bad Luck. This is episode 107. Because Adventures in Odyssey is so successful, it's been on the radio for over 30 years. It's still going, right? Over 900 episodes. This thing is older than The Simpsons, and that's fucking weird to me. Yeah. There are a lot of episodes of this show that are time travel episodes, and so they have this uh, plot device called the Imagination Station, which they have drawn, because it's a radio show, you have to use your imagination. Right. But like, there have been different depictions throughout the years of what the Imagination Station looks like. A Originally, it looked like a phone booth. Like, Interesting. It, you would just go sit in it, and then like shit would go down. Hmm. Um, but in more recent uh, depictions, it almost looks like a like a Rick and Morty style spaceship. It doesn't matter. It's a time machine. It happens. We're not gonna 
see it or hear about it today. Today we're gonna uh, follow the. <laughs> that is like hey uh, remember all that interesting stuff i just talked about about imagination stations and time machines yeah there's nothing like that in this episode none of that is here <laughs> this this episode follows uh, one of the kids um in town uh, robin if i'm not mistaken robin today we're going to cover the themes of superstition uh, the tagline for this episode is Robin thinks she's got bad luck after she throws away a chain letter ben did you ever get a chain letter when you were a kid I got chain emails, but I didn't get chain letters. I did get a chain letter once when no. I was in elementary school. My friend of mine named uh, Mason uh, sent me some mail, and I opened it. And the first thing it said was, this is not a chain letter. Ah, neat. And then would go on to say, please send this to 10 of your friends. P.S. This is not a scam. Yeah. So here we go. Hi, this is Chris. Welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. It's wonderful whimsical musical theme with Mr. Whitaker. Oh, hi there. Hi. I'm John Avery Whitaker, but you can call me Whit. Hi, Whit. And this is Odyssey. Oh, don't take my word for it, though. You can find out for yourself when you come along on today's Adventures in Odyssey. So we're going to have an adventure in this town with Mr. Whitaker, except he's not in this episode. If you've ever thought you were a victim of bad luck. Yes. All right. So this is Chris, and Chris is the host of the show. Right. She's not in the show. She's the host of the show. She's not a narrator either. No. She's kind of just there between bumper she, segments. Yeah. She's outside of the universe. She's never featured inside the, the town of Odyssey. She's like, hey, I'm going to introduce this episode. And then when they go to commercial breaks, she might make a little comment here or there. And then she'll close it out at the end. She's this show's Elvira, Mistress of the Night. She's going to tell us what it is we're going we're gonna to learn about today. Have you ever felt like you've had some bad luck? Yeah. Then you better pay close attention to this adventure, and we'll get started right after this. Like most people, the folks of Odyssey get their share of mail. Sometimes it brings good news, sometimes bad. And sometimes, as Robin will soon discover, it's just plain junk. Hi, Jesse. Oh, hi, Robin. What are you up to? I was looking for Mr. Whitaker. Have you seen him? No. Connie's around here somewhere. Who's Connie? Uh, I'll just wait for Mr. Whitaker. Connie is a teenager that works at Wit's End. Um, ah. She is one of the main characters of the show. She's she's like a high school-aged kid. Okay. What's wrong? Uh, I'm not sure anything's wrong yet. You think something's going to be wrong? I don't know. It kind of depends. Robin, it's all in this envelope. I got it in the mail today. What is it, a letter from the school? No, just look. You've been drafted to Vietnam. Oh, Robin! That's why I wanted to talk to Mr. Whitaker. You got a chain letter, Robin? <laughs> what, does a chain letter look different than other letters that she was immediately like oh my god also it's just a piece of mail and it's a chain letter like it's not it's a it's just a piece of paper you didn't like oh my god you found a marmot on the side of the road and brought it into the store oh my god you've been picking up dirty needles in the parking lot oh my god you brought a loaded pistol into this store like it's come on dude yeah it's not like a glitter bomb letter right where, like you open it and immediately <laughs> your world is different i've heard about them but I never got one before. That you heard about that? How did you immediately recognize it? Where Where do these kids get their information? Well, this, this is, is this, this is, is a small town. This is pre-internet. Mm -hmm. uh, presumably, 
they're not all a bunch of like TV junkies like we would have been in in in, in that era. Yeah, this was this aired in 1990, so the internet really wasn't a thing until 92 ish. Right, and even then it was dial up until about 99. So so like kids like us were either outside playing or watching TV or playing yeah. video games. And uh, shit I would like say that. you got your information from either adults, the or, library, or other kids, or yeah, or the yeah. So this dude's operating on hearsay about chain letters. I think that's a girl. It says that I have to send a dollar to some address in New York and then mail it to someone else or I'll be attacked with instant bad luck. <laughs> attacked with instant bad luck. Attacked by lions. Ninja lions. Yeah, like there's there there are two lions looking in the window right now to see if you pull a dollar out of your wallet. And they're like, oh, she's not. Oh, no, we got to go in there Rubbing now. their thumb and forefinger together, pointing at her. Yeah, you know what's up. Robin, what are you going to do? I don't know that I'm going to do anything. I wanted to talk to my parents when they got home from work. but fig- Smart. Mm-hmm. Figured I'd ask Mr. Whitaker in the meantime. I don't even know if I believe in all that bad luck. You shouldn't. Time. And right right here, mm-hmm. this episode could have been three minutes long. I don't know if I believe in all that bad luck junk. Jesse could go, yeah, you're probably right. Just go ahead and throw it away. End of episode. What follows is an absolute uh, 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 comedy of errors. But you have to. Look at what it says. I saw. Mr. Richard Bellcap of Rockfield, California, didn't send the dollar or mail the letter. And he immediately broke his arm in an unexplainable dog sled collision. Those are uh, things that could have just happened. Yeah, and it's also, there's no proof of this at all. Right. I could Cite type a letter. your sources, Jesse. Hey, Ben. This, Dear Benjamin Tynan. Right. Please insert $100 into this envelope, or just or, like Timothy Oliphant. Oh, oh, famous actor Timothy Oliphant? No, different one. Different different Timothy Oliphant? You'll fall out of a plane. How many Timothy Oliphants do you think there are in this world? Well, Enough that this letter makes sense. <laughs> Continue. Uh, <laughs> you'll fall out of a plane, just like him. I can't say when it will happen, but it will. I read it, Jesse. It all sounds kind of silly to me. Silly? End of episode. Don't say that too loud, Robin. This stuff is <laughs> yeah, The chain letter will hear you. You have to send your dollar and mail this letter off right away. But there's something suspicious about this. It's just not right. Again, it's but like she's got it down. don't, Robin. I had a great aunt once who had nothing but bad luck. Did she get a chain letter? She got so many chain letters and ignored all of them. What happened to her? Once she got her purse stolen after a hurricane went through her neighborhood and her house caught fire from a short circuit and a kicked electric blanket for her waterbed. Do hurricanes go through your neighborhood Hang a lot? Hang on just a second. There was, there was like nine things that happened in that one sentence. Once she got her purse stolen after a hurricane went through her neighborhood and her house caught fire from a short circuit and a kicked electric blanket for her waterbed. Really? So his great aunt... Yeah. Had so much bad luck that all of this happened in one fail swoop, apparently. Her, her purse was she stolen was, yeah, was during stolen a hurricane. During a hurricane that went through her neighborhood. Yeah. Not, not like her city, but specifically her, her neighborhood, neighborhood uh, which caused her house to catch fire. From due- a gift electric blanket. I thought he said geeked electric blanket. No, a, a which I don't know what the fuck a geeked electric blanket is supposed to mean. And uh, and it, fr- and he, I guess you tried to say fried her waterbed, but it came out as her waterbed you're just feeding into the superstition you've just made up a story on the on the on on the the jump to yeah. 
push your belief. You're providing anecdotal evidence. Supporting my point is, oh, well, one time this thing happened to someone that I know. Right. All that happened to her at the same time? Yeah. Over six years. <laughs> over six years. Over the span of six years. So those six things that happened to her happened over the span of six years. Yeah. It took her house three years to catch fire. <laughs> the hurricane was very long. <laughs> that electric blanket sat on that waterbed for so long. Mm-hmm. First of all, who puts an electric blanket on a waterbed? It's the world's slowest house fire. <laughs> yeah, it's made its way to the hallway. You ever I- think about calling the fire department to put it out? I will in the spring. Uh-huh. Well, I'm not going to fall for it. Well, what are you going to do? This. Robin! She slit her wrist. <laughs> I'm going to do this. <laughs> Blows her brains out. Robin, do you know what you've done? You're going to get nothing but bad luck from now on. I don't believe it, Jesse. You'll see. The next scene needs to be the chain letters parents showing up and being like, hey, did you rip up my son? <laughs> All right, so Robin got a chain letter, and, and Jesse thinks that she should absolutely uh, mail a dollar in. Otherwise, she's going to get really bad luck. Well, what is bad luck? I mean, that's just bad stuff happening, right? Uh, yeah. Like, bad, uh, bad luck is what people call unfortunate things happening to them that they don't expect or feel are unwarranted. Yeah, or they don't seem to understand the cause of. Yeah, they, they don't understand consequences. It's the same principle behind people who like uh, like don't pay their car note and mm-hmm. then like, ah, bad luck, they repossess my car. Like, yeah. No, like stuff happens, and and and, yeah. and this is the result. Yeah, I mean it, it's like I mean it's different when like you're you get hit by a car, like you're just driving and you're following the rules, you're paying attention, and then just I don't know where again T bones you. You face consequences for someone else's mistake. Yeah, it's not a consequence that's supposed to befall you. You could call that bad luck, but what it is is someone else made a mistake, and you are now paying for it with them. Yeah, because some mistakes. Uh, their consequences swing rather wide. Yes. I mean, I would try and say, rather than calling it bad luck, maybe we should call it an unfortunate circumstance, but that still goes back to fortune, which mm-hmm. is just luck. Right. So I- I'm trying to find a, a, a something to call it that doesn't harken back to sometimes shit happens. Shit is, I mean, like, shit happens. <laughs> shit it happens. literally comes down to just shit happens. But, and if you can't sit there with a fucking string and figure out how you got to that shit happening, mm-hmm. then you just call it bad luck. Yeah. A lot of the stuff that happens to this girl is you can trace a string back to. And yeah, I mean, it's it not wasn't bad luck. It wasn't bad luck that she got a chain letter because I no, mean, a chain letter is just un- a letter. The consequences swing wide. Yeah. Some idiot fell for the chain letter, and now she's a part of a mailing list. Yeah, and now she's gonna start perceiving things that happen that don't go her way as consequences of this of throwing away the chain letter. Sure, chain letters, bad luck. I can't believe Jesse is so superstitious. Many oh, religious hi, Mister Walton. What you doing way up there? Just cleaning a few of these second-story windows. What you think I'm doing up here on a ladder and knitting a sweater? All right. So Bernard is Bernard is great. I thought that was Wit the first time. So no, that's Bernard Walton. He's a friend of Wit's. He's kind of an older guy. He's the town window washer slash janitor. 
He's the town janitor. He is the, I, I if, shit you if, not. If a, if a kid throws up on a sidewalk in, in, in Main Street at 4 yeah. a.m., he's there, man. Yeah. Well, he's like a janitor for hire. You can hire him for your business. So he's just kind of a do-it-all handyman. He's the town handyman. We'll, town we'll call handyman. him that. Uh, but he is almost always either A, washing windows, mm-hmm. or B, cleaning something. Sure. Uh, he's very sarcastic. He doesn't Idle really like children. Um, he likes to say... Why can't kids blank uh, a lot? <laughs> like, why can't kids learn to wash their hands? Or why can't kids learn to wash where they're going? Why blah, can't blah, blah. these kids walk right? It's called yeah. polio, you asshole. <laughs> now, well, girly, uh, where are you going? Just trying to get past. I have to go home. Yeah, well, don't go under the ladder. Go around. Why? Because it's bad luck? I don't believe in that stuff, Mr. Walton. All right. Mm-hmm. So walking under ladders. Bad luck. Uh, it, it, it's a it's a thing mm-hmm. that we have believed for quite some time okay. as human beings. I did some research. Me too. Walking under ladders is a superstition that originates over five thousand years ago in ancient Egypt. A ladder leaning against a wall forms a triangle. Which I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> when a have you ever looked at a straight line la- leaning up yeah. against another straight line, yeah. which is when on top of another straight line, straight making line. A, a triangle? No, I had and, no and, idea. And, and not an isosceles triangle, though. It would it's be a, a, it'd be a right triangle. A right triangle, mm-hmm. um, not a wrong triangle. No. Except it is a wrong triangle because you don't walk through it. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, <laughs> uh, triangles were regarded by Egyptians as uh, a sacred shape. I guess pyramids. Um, <laughs> Apparently, triangles represented the trinity of the gods. So, okay, that bothers me alone right there because trinity is a is a Judeo Christian concept when it comes to gods. Mm-hmm. You know, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Egyptians, I believe, were polytheistic, correct? Meaning they had multiple deities. So, unless they had exactly only three, the whole like triangles are sacred thing. I don't know where that comes. No, from. um, I read it slightly different, and uh, okay. let me rephrase that. Sure, though I read the version that you have, but there's okay. also a secondary. Ooh. Uh, um, superstition behind An letters. origin story. Yes, All right. uh, and that is from the medieval era. Okay, uh, people didn't walk underneath ladders, which of course were also still straight. Yeah, we up. didn't have like we didn't have a frame a frame ladders yet. But they with the would, little with a little paint table that pops down right. towards the top. Nobody wanted to lo- walk underneath ladders in medieval times, is because they resembled gallows. Okay, and you didn't want to walk under a gallow. You didn't want to uh, tempt fate to be the next person hanged. Yeah, I mean that that makes sense. Uh, but but tempting fate—it's uh, all superstition, baby. Misfortune, luck, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Han Solo makes his own luck. Yeah, and he, with his random with, blaster, with, with, he sh- with him shooting people that were probably going to shoot him, but we'll never know. <sighs> ladder, Star Wars. Yeah, but if, if, see, I'm under the ladder. Well, good for you, but you might want to. I warned you. It has nothing to do with bad luck, little girl. It's just dangerous. Yeah, I mean, that's just common sense. That's literally the reason why people don't walk now, underneath ladders. It's a radio show, so you have to use your imagination of what happened. Uh, uh, it yeah, sounded he, well, like... We know he's washing windows. Uh-huh. He, we know he's up on a ladder. Uh-huh. So it stands to reason that we should fill in the blanks that he's got like a bucket of water Soapy. for his squeegee yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, you know. And it fell on her? Right. Um, this is an instance of good foley for a radio program. Mm-hmm. I knew exactly what had happened mm-hmm. based on the sound effects and the lines of dialogue that preceded it. Mm-hmm. Later in the episode mm-hmm. is an example of bad, bad foley. foley. 
which I will point out. <laughs> okay. Hey, you all right? Yeah, Mr. Walton. I'm fine. <laughs> she's talking like she's got a bucket she's on talking, her head. Yeah, because because a bucket fell on her head. Like Winnie the Run, fucking Pooh. <laughs> Hang on. I'm going to create my own good foley. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Walton. I'm good. I just dropped this giant well, Wendy's cup De on my mouth. De Dexter, looks like you've got a big Wendy's cup over your mouth. Are you okay? And now it seems like you're being drunk to emptiness. Foley. See, I told you, it's starting already. Nothing's starting, Jesse. It was just a stupid accident. I shouldn't have walked under the ladder. End of episode. Where do my parents keep the aspirin? The medicine cabinet. The, these are supposed to be children. Uh-huh. One of the things that, as children, you are taught is to not rifle through your fucking parents' mes medicine cabinet. Mm -hmm. And she is just like, she where do they aspirin. keep the aspirin? And just like, just taking everything out. That I, I was listening to it and I just got tense. I was like, no, this goes against ev every every cartoon I was shown in elementary school about like fucking around with pills. Like, no, I don't I want to know what this. cartoons you watched that there are had scenes where people are fucking around with medicine cabinets. Yes, it's it's something taught. Was, if was it you're focus a kid, on the family? It was probably not focus on the family because focus they want, on your parents. They want you to get hooked on those pills early enough for them to be able to take your mushy brain. And fill it with nonsense. <laughs> it's bad luck, I'm telling you. You should drink this no, first. I had some good luck, too. How? It was a plastic bucket. As opposed to a concrete bucket. It, it could have been a bucket made of acid. How come mom and dad have pills for every kind of pain except a headache? That's a great <laughs> line. Move, uh, move, move this hydrocodone over. I feel like that was a line left out of Jefferson Airplane's White Rabbit. Mom and dad have pills for everything except a headache. Mom, where's the medicine for when a bucket falls on your head? Top left. Oxycontin. <laughs> Hydrocodied, man. Come on. Don't tell your father. It's got hydra in the name. That means it's got water yeah, in it's it. it's for water pain. <laughs> well, while you were walking under ladders, I went to the library and found a book about it. No, you didn't. A book about walking under ladders? <laughs> you went to the library to look up pictures of boobies and medical books. So when you go to the library, well, I mean, Jesse went Jesse's to the library to find a book about bad luck, I guess. Sure. Superstition. To, edu to educate Robin on Why? superstition. Mean, I don't know. Jesse seems to know fucking everything about bad luck. Yeah, now. I mean, she's like, wait, there's a book at the library that preaches the evils of chain letters and, and Robin <laughs> needs to know about called this. called the Bible. There's a chapter called Ladders. <laughs> Jesse, cut it out. This is serious business, Robin. Look, it talks about everything. Walking under ladders. Sex before marriage. <laughs> all of it. The importance of making sound media decisions. Eating too much red meat. Gerbert. This is just an encyclopedia. <laughs> Knocking on wood, the number 13. What is it? Knocking on wood and the number 13. Why is the number 13 superstitious? Fear of the number 13 known as, I'm going to try and oh say this. Oh my God. Triskaidekaphobia 
has its origins in Norse mythology. Man, uh, in a well-known tale, 12 gods were invited to dine at Valhalla, a magnificent banquet hall in Asgard, the city of the gods. Loki, the god of strife and evil, crashed the party, raising the number of attendees to 13. The other gods tried to kick Loki out, and then the struggle that ensued, Balder, the favorite among them, was killed. Scandinavian avoidance of 13-member dinner parties and dislike of the number 13 itself spread south to the rest of Europe. It was reinforced in the Christian era by the story of the Last Supper, in which Judas, the disciple who portrayed Jesus, was the 13th guest at the table. Many people still shy away from the number, but there is no statistical evidence that 13 is unlucky. Yeah, well, like she also mentioned knocking on wood, though historians say this may be one of the most prevalent superstition customs in the United States. Its origin is very much in doubt. Some attribute it to the ancient religious rite of touching a crucifix when taking an oath. Alternatively, among the ignorant peasants of Europe, it may have had its beginning in the habit of knocking loudly to keep out the evil spirits. What does it say about walking under ladders? Don't do it. It says the bad luck from walking under ladders started because people used to believe ladders were symbolic of bridges going to heaven and spirits walked on the bridges. Good grief. That's if you stupid. walked under a ladder, you might stop a spirit from going to heaven. That's crazy. That's what it says. I don't know where she got that origin story, but that's not in the origin stories that we read. It's uh, called Focus on the Family Doesn't Care, and they just made up their own. And in or, because the- th- it feels close enough to it, yeah, it's it- superstition about like ladders and people spirits. dead, yeah, spirits yeah. descending to heaven, but then they just kind of make up their own little spin on it. It's like, hey, if you're underneath a ladder, you could prevent someone from getting to heaven. It's like, first of all, have you ever stood underneath a ladder? If you stand underneath a ladder, you're not preventing anyone from going up anything. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, a bucket might fall on you. Um, <laughs> it's not OSHA compliant. It's interesting to me that this story is really starting to shape out like, yeah, we're going to learn that superstitions and adhering to superstitions is fucking stupid. You know, in, in by like, a, I feel like focus on the family organization that is actively pushing superstition. Yeah, but it seems like they're they're they're. I feel like we might get to the end of this episode and 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 have learned something that superstitions are, uh, you know, a waste of time. Mm. Put the book away, Jesse. No, I so got it books. for you because you threw that chain letter away. You're in trouble, Robin, and this book might help you get out of it. We must be out of aspirin. Robin. Quit nagging me, Jesse. You're giving me the creeps, you know that? I don't believe in bad luck. Now just leave me alone. Oh, no. All right. Did she, like, push Jesse into a mirror? That's what I'm talking about with bad Foley. I mean, that definitely sounded like some glass breaking. Yeah. How? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I didn't hear like a, there must have been some WD-40 on that, uh, that, that hinge. hinge. Yeah. Because you didn't it, hear like a swing. It is uh, said at the end of the episode how it happens. I won't spoil it for sure. anyone who wants to know. Yeah. But uh, anyways, it is very confusing up until the point in which it is explained how that uh, mirror gets shattered. Yeah. To us, it could sound like anything. And I, for one, thought that maybe Robin was like, just get away from me, Jesse. You're giving me the creeps. I don't want to talk about it anymore. And then just punches the wind, <laughs> just punches the mirror. And just incites violence. Yes, absolutely. I was okay with that for a second. It was like, <laughs> oh, man, Robin's finally taking some charge. Like, Jesse, I've asked you over and over and over again to stop with the bad luck stuff, and you keep on pushing the issue. And, and then she just punches out a mirror. I get it. 
I totally fucking get it. I have. Uh, why should I have to say something four fucking times and break something for you to understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. You broke the mirror, Robin. Thanks, Jesse. I see that. But don't you know what it means? This music. Yeah, my parents are going to be really ticked. No, when you break a mirror, you get seven years of bad luck. That, I believe. You do? Yeah, because when my parents see this, they'll put me on restriction for seven years. This is like some like very special episode of Punky Brewster-style music. Yeah, it's like, hey, things are getting real. Yeah, this this is not fun anymore. My We're parents, not having a lighthearted romp. My parents are going to put me on restriction. For, That's a for term seven I years. haven't heard in a yeah. long time. Uh-huh. You're grounded. Grounded, yeah. yeah. You're grounded. Put it on restriction. You're on restriction. <laughs> I wonder if that's like a, a, what do you call it, like a, a geographical thing? Possibly. Other parts of the country use restriction, just like other parts of the country use soda or pop. Um, Restriction was said in my cousin's household okay. versus being grounded in my household. I guess it depends on which per- parenting book your parents read. Maybe. It also had- chapter five restriction. Whereas, like the the dime store parenting book says, just ground them, ground them. Yeah, Tie, put put a stick in the in the ground. Yeah, take their wings away, man. They can't fly. <laughs> you guys are grounded. No flights just, for they, you they've guys. They got these little flaps yeah. in their underarms. If you snip that off, they can't go nowhere. No missions for you guys. <laughs> You're gonna have to sit in your room until the war is over. <laughs> You're not going to go to the orgy beaches of Normandy this year. The orgy beaches of Normandy, no! Robin? Robin! Boy, am I oh glad my God, I she's found dead. you. Don't start, Jesse. I'm trying to eat. I've been looking for you all day. Where were you? In class. Where else? Oh, good. I was afraid something bad happened to you. Come on, something happened, didn't it? No. My dad died. I just couldn't find my homework, that's all. What do you mean? He, he was under a ladder. <laughs> I did my homework last night, but when I went to hand it in today, it was gone. Oh, Robin. It's probably on Coincidence? my Coincidence? Probably. No big deal. If I were you, I'd go find that letter. It's all a bunch of superstitious really mumbo jumbo. Look, Jess, I appreciate yeah, you trying to help me, but I don't need it. Uh, pass me this Oh, now look. You spilled the salt. Yeah, no kidding. Cut to the scene in Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> salt. Spilling the salt. That is apparently a superstitious thing. Yes. Yeah. I spilled the salt a lot as a kid. Always threw a pinch over my shoulder because that's what this episode and Dumb and Dumber told me to do. It harkens back to the fact that salt was extremely valuable back in the early days of trade and if you spilled the salt it was just like hey you're wasting money yeah you're wasting money now i don't know why you would waste more by throwing it over your shoulder well you waste the bit that you spilled on you don't pour more salt into your hand you take the bit that you spilled spilled. onto the table or whatever and then you throw that over your shoulder i couldn't i couldn't find why you were supposed to throw a pinch i only read that uh that salt was such a commodity that the term salary actually comes from salt because salary comes from sal which comes from salt which was something that you could get paid in Mm. back in the day how much is this you know someone worth their salt here i brought something to help you i don't want another book it's not a book it's a gun (laughs) you can shoot the bad luck 
Here, wear this around your neck. What is it? It's Christ on the cross. <laughs> I mean, that's why people wear that around their neck, right? For luck? No, it's to protect themselves from vampires. Ah. Just put it around your neck and you'll have good luck again. Gross. Looks like a dead mouth. Don't be sick. It's a rabbit's foot. Get it away from me. Don't you know anything? If you rub a rabbit's foot, it'll bring you good luck. Good luck for who? Not the rabbit, that's for sure. Just do it. What can it hurt? I'll put it on for you. All right. <clears throat> Origin of Superman. Lucky rabbit's foot. A tribe that considered itself descended from hares or rabbits worshipped the animals and carried parts of them for luck. Celtic tribes believed rabbits spent so much time underground that they could communicate with gods and spirits. So naturally, carrying a rabbit's foot would be lucky. What? God damn it. Um, back in... Old, the, old beliefs are dumb. It's, it's literally the same reason that people wear crosses around their necks. It's carrying a piece of what you worship. Neat. In hopes for luck. So, except kids these days don't worship rabbits. No. So the whole lucky rabbit's foot really is it's a lost meaning it, it's called somebody has a stake in these and is trying to offload them on anyone they can like the guy who had all those american flags yeah and invented the pledge of allegiance there you go Mm-hmm. you're really weird you know see <laughs> how many times does robin have to call jesse weird before jesse goes maybe i'm coming on too strong with this luck shit give me my dead animal appendage back here, take this dead man hanging from a cross no. instead. <laughs> Give me back my lucky rabbit's foot, and you can have your rabbit back. <laughs> and she hands her like a bag of glass. Here's your mirror. <laughs> I'll bet your luck starts getting better right away. I don't believe in betting. Are we done? I have to go. What's the rush? There's a meeting at the city library I'm supposed to watch. It's a project for history. Some guys are debating whether the Vikings discovered America or whether they discovered Columbus or something like that. I have to take notes and write a report. What time's the meeting? One o'clock. 420. What time is it? Five till one. Oh no, I'm gonna be late, Fia. Oh no. I'll never make it. I'm gonna be late. I'll never make it. Excuse me. Watch out, kid. Sorry. I wish I had a siren. I'm gonna be late. Wish? Did somebody be say careful. wish? Bad luck. It's all bad luck. Stupid rabbit. This is what where the episode takes a weird turn if for me. If you rub it, it'll bring you good luck. Rub it, huh? You have to rub it. Alright. That was weird, right? The voice in her head saying, rub the rabbit's foot. Rub it for luck. You just have to rub it for luck. Rub it for luck. Rub it for luck. Yeah, that was weird. Alright, I'll rub it. Anything <laughs> so I can get to the meeting on time. Oh, this is so fucking Where stupid. Where is the thing? I didn't hear her hit anything. Apparently, she hit a piano that's playing us into the next scene. <laughs> oh, no. We'll return to today's adventure in Odyssey right after yeah, this. Yeah, thanks, and, Chris. And then a bunch of fucking kids listening to this are like, what the fuck happened to Robin? Chris is like, kids, this is called a cliffhanger. <laughs> Listen to ads. Normally, it in a kid's show, this would be a moment where like a kid is about to face a consequence for like, like lying or turning in someone else's paper and saying it's something like... Not life threatening, yeah. but still like heavy for a no, like, child. Yeah, this bitch just went out into traffic. Yeah. And now the conclusion of today's adventure in Odyssey. Robin died. Robin, sweetheart. Oh, hi, Dad.
in my mind, when I heard that, I was like, oh, she's in the hospital. Because we heard the squealing of tires, mm-hmm. and now someone comes through a door and says, hi, Robin. And she's like, hello. Like, in <laughs> yeah. my mind, she's in the hospital. She's been in a coma for a couple days. Yeah. What am I? Oh, what happened? Hey, just take it easy now. You had an accident on your bike. My bike? Oh, yeah. Where's mom? And she went to the pharmacy She's to dead. get your prescription. <laughs> prescription aspirin's what? not going to yeah, cut it. Yeah. <laughs> you need codeine. The doctor said you might have a headache. The doctor? Where? Yeah. Is so, was there a, uh, did a doctor hit her with a let's, car? Let's, let's walk, break down the timeline because we know what time yeah, it was when she time. left. And we know what time it was whenever she woke up. Yeah. So it was a little bit after one, right? Yeah. Whenever she started making her way downtown, walking fast, faces past, and she was library bound. Yes. So she's rushing down. Let's say it takes her 15 minutes to get there. Let's just say 10. Maybe it's only two blocks away. Sure. So she hits this car. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, it's not so much that she passed out. Okay. She did, like, the Walter White fake fugue state. <laughs> And it's just like, ah, I, what, what's going, uh, uh, and just, like, or maybe like she can't make new memories now. She's got memento syndrome. Oh my god, she has no more short. Uh, she only has short term memory. That's why she doesn't remember the doctor. <laughs> Do you realize you almost hit a car? Whoa! So she didn't hit a car. She almost hit a car. The bike hit the car. All right, yeah. These riders better start filling in some gaps. Nope. Sorry. Almost feels like I did. A truck even. No, no, the car swerved and you went straight into a tree. Oh, like Sonny Bono. Yeah, but he was skiing, and there was no car on that mountain. And he died. And he was also on a lot of painkillers, which she's about to be on. So she hit a tree. That's yeah. still super... That's also something you can very easily foley. Yeah, but also... So she hit a tree uh-huh. and lost time for three hours? Yep. So mm-hmm. she has a concussion. Yep. Why the fuck is she at home and not in a hospital? Maybe she walked home. Jesus. <laughs> well, hang on, fast. hold on. She very much, she's very, she has a prescription, so she went to the doctor, and the doctor was just like, she's got a concussion. Just take her home. Just put the lime in the coconut. Yeah. Like Drink she, about up. She, she, <laughs> the, the Odyssey's town doctor needs to be sued for malpractice. Maybe he does house calls. Maybe. Or tree calls. <laughs> Do they live in a house tree? <laughs> no, maybe the doctor just came to the tree. Maybe the doctor was there to check up on the tree first, and then if there's time, I'll get to the little girl who's the, got concussion-like symptoms. The doctor is also like the EMT, because they don't have an ambulance in Odyssey. They just The doctor just rides around <laughs> in his car. He is the doctor, the EMT, the nurse, the receptionist. And he, he also do all of these. He He's also, a man of many hats. He also owns the hat store. <laughs> That is a joke from an old Super Mario cartoon. That's that, that's, that's good. He's a man. He, he also owns the hat. I feel yeah. like that's a he toad was like, line. I'm the mayor, and I'm the such and such, and I also own the hat store. Uh, yeah, sorry, bad joke. You're it's lucky you only got like some it. cuts and bruises. You're lucky you only got cuts and bruises? You are missing time, young lady. Also, you don't get a scrape on your leg and forget three hours. How can you preach against bad luck but also say you're lucky that this only happened to you? Jesus. You should be preaching against luck in general. Maybe you shouldn't ride bikes. Uh, bikes! I don't mean lucky. Blessed. Can't say the same for your bike, though. 
Let me clarify. Let me clarify. What's the difference between uh, luck and blessing? Well, luck, as focused on the family would have you believe, is random and stupid. Blessed is when luck is bestowed upon you by a deity. Okay, so unlucky and cursed are the same thing? But no. luck and blessing aren't. No, because cursed is something that is bestowed upon you by a deity. <laughs> the reason focus on the family is so against luck is because luck removes the concept of the deity. Hey, we found it. There it is. You can be blessed and you can be cursed, but luck? Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Yeah. Oh. I don't know what happened. My bike just suddenly went wacko on me. <laughs> Looks like your chain broke, and uh, no wonder. What do you mean? I found this jammed in it. The chain letter. It's a chain <laughs> letter. <laughs> he said your chain broke mm -hmm. because you broke the chain of letters. Bad luck is real. Uh -huh. Chain letters are real. <laughs> Focus on the family. This is backfiring in your face tremendously. Uh, if if I thought that these people were half decent writers, I would say like, man, that's fucking clever. But yeah. nah, man, they'd no, they're they, gonna glaze right over this, that the, wonderful they, they opportunity. Walked right over gold to pick up a fucking aluminum can. How did a rabbit's foot get stuck in your chain? Yes, how? it must have fallen from my neck. No wonder I couldn't find it. That thing was supposed to help me, not a... Oh. Yeah, just, just sit back, Robin. Relax. We don't have to talk about this now, but I do want an explanation eventually. I don't like you carrying around things like rabbit's foots. Uh, feets. Uh, feet. Hi, Mr. Jacobs. Oh, uh, sure, Jesse. I forgot you were out there. Come on in. She's out there. Um, sir! 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 I want to come in and be weird again! <laughs> I have my book! <laughs> Hi, Robin. How are you feeling? Dad, get this bitch the fuck out Please. of here. Please. I, We're not friends. We're not even in the same class. Every bit of of uh, tragedy that has been uh, been falling in front of me mm -hmm. is a direct result of Jesse not shutting the fuck up about bad luck. We get everything. We can trace it with the exception of losing the homework. Mm-hmm. Everything can be traced back to Jesse making this a bigger deal than it actually is. Yeah, bringing superstition into the forefront of Robin's mind. Right. Uh, keeping her distracted. She walks underneath the ladder to prove a point about bad luck, even though it was just a, simply an unsafe choice that yeah. she should not have done. She was frustrated at Jesse in the bathroom, which caused her to slam the, the medicine cabinet mirror. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, she's uh, running late. Because she has to stop and talk to Jesse, and Jesse has to give her this fucking rabbit's foot, yeah, which Jesse... causes her to um, speed through downtown and almost hit a car. I feel like if I was writing for Focus on the Family, mm -hmm. I would at this point reveal that Jesse is a demon. Oh, yeah, Jesse is the devil. How do I look? Not very good. That's how I feel. <laughs> I'll let you two girls talk. Uh, if you promise not to get yourself worked up, Robin. The doctor said to rest, okay? Okay. I don't remember, Dad, because I've lost time, apparently. Did the doctor <laughs> roofie me? What is happening? Yeah, the doctor said to rest. He also said to clean your room. Also, you got uh, admitted and discharged in a matter of two and a half hours. Hey, it's a small town. <laughs> Still their, a concussion on a child. Their hospital is like a tea building. Here, Jesse, this is yours. My rabbit's foot. Thanks for all the good luck. 
This is pretty scary, Robin. You're pretty scary. Yes, no, no argument. I mean, it's pretty scary when even a rabbit's foot can't help you. You got bad luck, Robin. You gotta get that chain letter back. Will you quit saying that? I tore it up and threw it away. Everything that's happened to you is only the beginning of your bad luck if you don't mail that letter. You got hit in the head with a bucket, you broke a mirror, you lost your homework, you nearly got killed on your bike, you had a tornado to rip through your house. Had a bad day again. It's not really bad luck. It's just that... What? Did any of those things happen before you threw the letter away? Well, no. But that doesn't mean anything. Hey, hey, girls, girls. Louder. What what is it you always say? Uh, uh, uh fucking uh. correlation. Is correlation not is not is not causality or some shit like that. Causation. Causation. Like, just because two things are related doesn't mean that one caused the other. Correct. Robin needs new friends. Yeah. Like that's what the story of this episode should be. Is like this is how Robin learned to associate with people that lift her spirits and not bring them down. Mm-hmm. Fuck Jesse. Jesse sucks. Remember what I told you. Yes, Mr. Jacobs. I better go. I guess you're safe enough if you stay in bed. Thanks for the assurance. I don't know. Do we have any bad luck about beds? Don't let the bed bugs bite. Yeah, I know. Thanks. Get better. I'll talk to you later. Okay, see ya. Bye. I love all, like, the footstep foley they put in. They take the time for that, but they, like, major actions and plot points, they leave out foley. Oh. Shit. That, oh, that's oh. ominous as fuck. That gave me goosebumps. Amanda, mm-hmm. my girlfriend of many years, uh-huh. uh, walked into the room while I was listening to this at this point. Oh. And just the, the look on her face was amazing. Because <laughs> she had she had no context for any of it. Uh-huh. And, by all means, Here continue. Go. Here you go, sweetheart. Doctor said you need to take one of these pills to help your headache. What is it? Uh-huh. It's an aspirin or? Wow, that's a big pill. The big headaches, I guess. Go on, down the old hatch. With any luck, you won't choke on it. Huh? That's a weird thing to say. This is where everything gets weird. Huh? Take the pill, Robin. And keep your fingers crossed. Dad? Again, remember... Amanda has no context for this whatsoever, and all she hears is the sound of an older man pushing pills on a child. Why are you saying that? Saying what? I just don't want anything else to happen to you. You escape the bike crash, knock on wood, and now we're going to get you all better. Cross my heart. Dad. Hope to die. Sticking needles in my eye. We even hung a horseshoe over your door. Horseshoe? Probably should have taken it off the horse first. Good grief. That was a good joke. It was a good joke, but I mean, like, the horse foley obviously makes everybody go, what the fuck? Right. Uh, um, I had, right before that horse foley, I was like, oh, maybe like the, the parents are kind of like, you know, you know what, we'll play into the superstition too, and then she'll see how silly it yeah. is. Um, I mean, it's definitely silly once you heard that horse. No, uh, then it turns into, okay, this is clearly some sort of dream sequence. This is a dream, isn't it? Yes. Are you going to take the pill or not? Right there. Right there. I just, I have to tell you how much joy I got out of that line. Are you going to take the pill or not? <laughs> I want that. I'm going to make that my text message tone for the rest of my life. Are you going to take the pill or not? Because if you don't, I will. I will. <laughs> you don't understand what you're holding in your hand, sweetie. That's like 
the rest of the day for me. It, it, you see that OC80 you have in your hand? Yeah, you can take that now orally, or I can rinse the time release coating off of it, crush it up, and we can do lines over the weekend. <laughs> I don't know if I Let's flip a coin. Head you take it, tails you don't. This is getting weird, Dad. I wish you'd just wish. Are you making a wish? What's up? Jesse. I thought you How were did home. you get in here? Home again, home again, jiggity jig. This is why are you wearing clown makeup? Nightmare. <laughs> Jesse, go on, Robin. Make a wish on a wishbone. Look, don't start that stuff with me again. Where's my dad? I'm looking over a poor leaf clover that I overlooked. Dad. So. It's obvious that she's just having a nightmare about uh, different types of superstitions. Yeah. Uh, what it's missing, though, is they need to have the most stereotypical African witch doctor show up and say, mm, just rubbing get the bad juju, throwing the bones. Are they yeah. cool? They making a circle of gunpowder around yes. the bed? <laughs> no, it, it'll be salt that yeah. they're spilling in a pentagram on the ground. Nothing is weirder in a dream uh, than when your parents start acting crazy. Yes, that can be weird. terrifying. When your parents aren't being the the models of stoicness that they should be. Yeah, like they're th- they're that safe place, mm-hmm. and when they start acting like they're not that safe place, it's terrifying. <laughs> I brought you a present. A present. It's a black cat. I don't believe it. Leave me alone. I'm Put not in this superstitious. Blender. Superstitious. That word has 13 letters in it. 13 is bad luck. Mom, Dad. You're going to be late for your meeting, Robin. Here's your bike. But it's broken. Oh, that'll be seven years bad luck. For a bike? You're late for your meeting, Robin. You'll have to run. But be careful of the sidewalk. This music. Right. Step on a crack and, and break, break your, your mother's, mother's back. back. All right. Right there. Do you know the origin of step on a crack and break your mother's back? I do not. Because I learned something fascinating. I, I don't. All right. I'm going to turn my laptop away from you. So I mean, I'm not going to sit and read it, so right. go ahead. <clears throat> if you tell me it originates in the movie The Land Before Time, that would make me laugh. Ill fortune is said to be the result from stepping on a crack in the pavement present-day society usually associates the superstition behind treading on cracks to the rhyme, step on a crack, break your mother's back. But the superstition actually goes back to the late 19th, early 20th century and the racism that was prevalent in this period. fuck off. The original rhyming verse is thought to be, step on a crack and your mother will turn black. I don't want you to finish this story. It was also common to think that walking on the lines in pavement would mean you would marry a Negro Uh, and have a black baby. Apparently, the superstition only applied to Caucasians. (laughs) Yeah, uh, so what happens if a black person steps on the crack? Nothing. I guess. I guess. Uh, apparently, the superstition only applied to Caucasians, and because of the rampant prejudice against black people, was considered an activity to avoid. So, if you don't have a problem with people of color, step on all the cracks you want. I feel like you're missing the point of this. Stepping on cracks also had significance for children. In the mid-20th century, it was popular to tell children that if they stepped on the cracks in the street, they would be eaten by bears. You, I, that, that, okay, 
Do Look, you know? Do you know where that comes from? Uh, the Bible. That's great. I mean, at least that doesn't make me feel bad. Like, holy shit! All of that racist shit. Just like, yeah. like, oh god. Why don't we preach that? It's like, hey, you know all those weird superstitious things? They actually have roots in racism. Well, this one definitely does, which I did not know. Jesus. So now that had me wondering, you know, like, who else knows the original origin of this phrase? And every time I've said step on a crack, did someone look at me like I was a racist? So we wanted uh, here at Super Weird University uh, to educate you all on the origin of that phrase. SWU. Uh, for posterity. Pos- Posterity's pos- sake. Per- 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 pros- Preparation proper, 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 mama, Prostitution mama. legalization. <laughs> no, stop it. I won't listen to you. It's all superstition. I don't believe it. What's it gonna take? You got hit in the head with a bucket? You broke a mirror? My mirror. You lost your homework? You nearly got killed on your bike? You want a tornado to rip through your house? Because you had a bad day. Here they already said now. that. No, make it stop. Now there's a tornado. Mm-hmm. Hurricane coming Wait, through your neighborhood. Open, open up all the windows and doors in your house to equalize the pressure. Open the fridge. I gotta put the ice cream away. <laughs> Clap your hands, Peter. I would be interested to know if while this show was running, was there a congruent mail-in campaign for kids? I mean, they focus on the family definitely had uh, letter writing was a big part of focus on the family. I okay. mean, they had their 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 uh what do you call it? Their mailing list was like how they so, made most of their money. It's just a little weird that, like, you know, we're all we're hey, we're telling you to not be superstitious and don't believe in chain letters. Mail in the letter. Mail in the letter. Yep. It's just weird. Let's see if there's any other hypocrisy in this episode. Probably. I'll find the letter and mail it. Find the letter. Find the letter. All right, whoever you are, hey, it's Bernard. Come out of that dumpster, or I'll I'll slap you with my squeegee. There was a a a, a time jump there, and yeah, it's weird. We lost time again. <laughs> She's got a concussion. Yeah. Uh, Either that is really good pain meds. So the dream she was having, mm-hmm. presumably while she was still in bed, dissolves into her talking about finding the letter mm-hmm. in the garbage can outside of oh, we Mr. Don't know Megorium's yet. Wonder Emporium. Yeah, we are now about to find out that she is digging through a dumpster at 6 o'clock in the morning. But, like, w- again, we're missing huge chunks of time. Did she sleepwalk here? Don't know. Was that not a dream and she was literally, like, hallucinating walking down the street? Again, it sounds like something that really needs to be explained, but won't be. Because kids don't need to know these things. Uh, what's Odyssey coming to? These people crawling around Wits dumpster. All right, now you can either come out or, or I'll send someone in after you. I won't do it. The letter. I have to find the letter. Okay, that's it. Make me climb up on this dumpster. <clears throat> Getting too old for this. Ooh, we. <laughs> nice to know Wits trash smells as bad as everyone else's. The letter. Letter? What letter? Goodness gracious. You're the Jacobs girl, aren't you? Uh, look, get out of that dumpster. We'll talk about this, okay? I have to find the letter. 
Where's Mr. Whitaker? Uh, he's home in bed, like most folks are at 6 in the morning. Help me find the letter. Well, I'm sorry, but I don't make it a habit scurry around in other people's trash, especially with young girls in parkas and slippers. That was a weird line. That was a really weird line. Yeah. Why was that a caveat? Like, I'm making a point not to go rifling through uh, other, other people's, people's trash, trash, especially with little girls in parkas and slippers. That's weird. Yeah. Especially with with this accessory to a crime. Like, yeah. I think maybe they're trying to just paint the picture in the mind of the listener. Like, this girl is in her pajamas. Uh, in a dumpster. You know, for as many things as you probably could have used to paint a picture in the mind of your listener, yeah. maybe maybe leave out the uh, thinly veiled child abduction thing. Yeah, the I don't make it a point of Yeah, I, I don't this. I don't uh, make it a point to hang out in uh, dirty places with underage children. Yeah, like I don't want to be found in this dumpster with a right. child. Because if an officer of the law were to just happen upon the two of them, mm-hmm. that man's getting cuffed. He would have some explaining to do. Anyway, Don't you see? Tornadoes. Tomatoes? Are you listening to me, young lady? Now, I want you to come out You're of that dumpster right now. Parents don't teach kids anything these days. Morning, Bernard. Huh? These early hours having you talk to dumpsters? Yeah, Officer Winger, it's about time you got here. Kip Why, Winger? you call? Well, no, but it looks like the Jacobs girl here is trying to make a salad in Witt's dumpster. Looking for tomatoes Robin or something. Robin Jacobs? Yeah. Let me, let me see. Tell herself. Whoo, that's ripe. Uh-huh. Robin, Robin, what are you doing in there? I have to find the letter. Oh, good grief. You know, she took a pretty bad spill on her bike yesterday. Hit her head. Yeah, well, she didn't do too well with my bucket either. Wait, so we just got confirmation that she did hit her head. Mm-hmm. That's the first time we've heard it. Sure. I mean, like, she had a headache after her accident, so I just kind of assumed. So, what is her head bandaged up? She's, she's on pain meds. She's got one of those like uh, weird things where like they drill holes into your skull to keep your head from oh, moving. A lobotomy? Side. No. Oh, you're talking about one of those things where they like they drill. Put... They basically drill into your skull and then attach like like, like a scaffolding? scaffolding to your collarbone so that like you're you're permanently Adam West Batman and you can only move with your shoulders. Oh, you want to be able to turn your head. Give me a hand, will you? Right. We'll have to get her out of there. Okay. Get her home. Stop resisting. She's having a fever dream. Taser, taser. Don't tase me, officer. Thanks, Dad. I feel much better. Here's the opportunity for Focus on the Family to bring it home. What What's Focus on the Family have to tell us about the silliness and the dangers of believing in superstitions? Let's see. Robin's dad, take it away. Good. And you smell a lot better, too. Your mom's going to need a week to disinfect the tub, though. How embarrassing. You want to tell me what it's all about? It was... <laughs> I was on drugs? It was because of that dream I had. And some bad luck. That's Drugs. All. Bad luck. Yeah, that's what you said earlier. And it all started with, what, one of those chain letters? Yeah, and Jesse gave me a book in that rabbit's foot, and... What a nightmare. Well, I'm going to have a little talk with Jesse. I don't like those kinds of books in our I'm house. Rough that bitch up. And I certainly don't like you using worthless charms like rabbit's foots. Feet. Uh, rabbit's feet is an antidote to your trouble. I love that he said worthless charms. Yeah. Like he's very much like, don't bring that stupid bullshit in this house. Don't don't bring those uh, weird, uh, vaguely paganistic uh, idols into my home. I wish you'd talk to me or your mother about this. I was going to. What about it, Dad? All the problems I've been having, they did start after I got that letter. They seemed to start after you got that letter. Brilliant parenting. 
I think you might have been overly sensitive about it. The bucket? You got hit in the head with a bucket because you were walking in a dangerous place. The mirror? It broke because you slammed it. What about my homework? You forgot your homework because you often forget your homework. Because you're a fuck And what up. about my bike? And you wrecked your bike because you were fumbling around with a rabbit's foot that fell and got caught in your chain. Because you're a fuck up. All right. So here he is explaining causality. Uh-huh. Like, bad things happened because you either weren't paying attention mm-hmm. or you were upset emotionally. Like, there are reasons. It's mm-hmm. not just luck. It's not just superstition. Nope. These are worthless charms. Everything is easily explained, Robin. Well, yeah, but <laughs> is still. It? All right, all right. Look, I won't deny that there are spiritual forces at work in the world. But. All right. But. I won't deny. I won't deny it. That there are spiritual forces at work in the world. Really? No. Nope. You won't. Uh, here, here's, you won't. Here's how it goes, man, because you had the opportunity to absolutely teach to children, like, hey, man, like, all these things are just, are just it's all superstitions. It's all fucking not real. And the only thing that's real in this world is what you can physically interact with and change with your own actions. This is how you fuck up a child. And here's the prestige. Both good and evil. But I don't believe in superstition. God loves you too much to leave your life at the mercy of random chance or coincidences or, or what we call luck. Um, All right. Hey, Dad. Yeah. Um, what's it called when people get cancer? God's teaching them yeah, a lesson. Yeah, there it is. Okay, so it's God doing that. It's it's not a bad thing that happened to you. It's just God's plan for you. Uh, it, well, it could be the devil. You know, what did he say? There are, there are uh, spiritual forces at work, both good and evil. Yeah, sure. How would you describe a force of evil at work? Maybe, the I don't devil. know. <laughs> Bad luck? The devil. No, no, Dexter. No, Dexter. Dexter, Dexter, yeah. Dexter, yes. Dexter, Dexter. Yes, yes, yes. The devil is both a physical being that's out <laughs> to fuck your world up and also a metaphorical force to tempt you with things that you don't need to do to appease God. And he loves to break mirrors. He absolutely loves it. And he's got a big thing for ne- Lil Nas X, apparently. For an episode to work so hard to try and teach you that superstitions are not worth the paper they're written on, <laughs> only to immediately say, but this superstition is real. Right. It's the equivalent of fumbling on the one-yard line. You you almost punched it in as a parent, and then you gave the ball to the other team. It, it bothered, because, I mean, I was taught this as a kid. Spirit, yes, there's there. you don't need to believe in all that bad luck mumbo-jumbo, but, but there are absolutely spiritual forces at work. Oh, really? Well, tell me more about that parent that I trust. Please, <laughs> teach me what these forces of good and evil at work are. Oh, well, I mean, there's, there's things just happen sometimes. Here's a it's, Bible. Yeah, I don't know. Really? Well, that doesn't help. And, and it kind of feels like you're just saying that your superstitious stuff is real, but the rest of the world's isn't. Right. And that's yes. hypocritical. That's focus on the family to a T. Many of our superstitions are holdovers from periods of history when people just didn't know any better. You're goddamn right! It's fucking religion, you asshole! Fuck! <laughs> Sorry, I normally don't get upset or emotional uh, on this podcast, but holy shit, it's like you're a self-aware wolf. Yeah. Hey, man, 
You know those holdovers, things that we used to believe because we didn't know any better, right. and now we know better? I thought you knew better. I. But Dad, how Dad. could I possibly know better? Yeah. You don't know better! Yeah, you're telling me you, your left hand's saying one thing, and your right hand is saying the opposite. <laughs> but it's my job to figure it out? <laughs> Well, it's her job to figure it out based on which hand is hitting her at the time. God, listen to this. Listen, she's doing her best for her dad. I thought you knew better. I did, Dad. I mean, I do. I just let myself get confused. I just let myself get... No, you didn't. Your dad confused the shit out of you and then put it on <laughs> you. I thought you knew better, Robin. Well, fuck, Dad. You're telling me two different things. Yeah, I'm confused, and it's not my fault, it's yours. Be a better fucking parent, and this focus on the family would have you believe he's doing a bang-up fucking job. Are you going to take the pill or not? I never really believed it. Good. Robin! Hi, Mr. Jacobs. Get that bitch out of Hello, here. Jesse. Oh, no. I got one. She's going to get her one. comeuppance. Got one what? A chain letter addressed to me. My very own. Well, I'm glad you brought that up, Jesse, because I no, want to talk. No, I didn't bring it up, Mr. Jacobs. I got rid of it. Oh. Well, good for you. I'm glad you finally come to your senses. I sure have. I mailed in my dollar and sent the letter on its way. I didn't want a bunch of bad luck like Robin had. Uh, Jesse, I think you better sit down. We're going to have a talk. You talk about God. Yeah. And then I want to find out where you mailed that letter so we can put a stop to this nonsense. This last scene, well, I don't understand. Maud? Maud, look at this. It's Bernard. It just came in the mail. Yeah. What is it, Bernard? Well, I haven't seen you so excited since... Uh, come to think of it, I've never seen you so excited. Well, look, it, it's called a chain letter. Uh, you know, I think we won some sort of contest. It's it's just a... It, so it just means Bernard got one, too? Yeah, that uh, Jesse mailed the chain letter to Bernard. That's what I... Thought. And Bernard is too dumb to realize that it is also not good. All right, Chris, wrap it up. I think it's interesting that the Bible never talks about the idea of luck, either good or bad. That's because the Bible tells the story of something stronger than mere luck, the power of God. You see, the people of Israel knew that whatever happened to them, God was in control. The same is true for us today. Not only is God in control, but he loves us and is working things out so we'll learn to love him more. What the fuck does that mean? What do you think it means? Why, okay, for, why would God still need to be working things out? Because he's a living, breathing, involved deity. No, 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 I need an actual answer. Okay. What in the fuck does that mean? You know, God is still trying to work things out. You know what that sounds like, Dexter? What? It sounds like an abusive, uh, an abused spouse. Okay. Making excuses for her abusive husband or, or significant other. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? He's just like, you know, I love him and I know he loves me and he's just, he's figuring things out so that I can love him more. Yeah, you know, I don't always know why he does the things he does and sometimes they hurt me and the things that I care about, but I just have to trust. I know that he loves me. Yeah, um, the uh, <laughs> Abrahamic God is an abusive father. Yeah. And you don't have to love him. I'm sorry. Yay! You wouldn't have to love him if he existed. <laughs> so whenever things happen to you, think about how you can use the circumstances to strengthen your relationship with God. Yeah. 
Every time something bad happens to you, use that as a learning opportunity to strengthen your relationship with the person who's fucking your world up. Um, or you, you could use it as an opportunity to examine your own behavior and what led you to the consequences, mm -hmm. and you can uh, correct that behavior, and you can make sure that it doesn't happen again. It's it's like uh, I tripped over my shoelaces. Well, then keep your shoes tied, man. It's not that hard. The the worse the consequence, mm -hmm. probably like the worse the action that led to it, right? So just like try not to do those things. Yeah. As opposed to assuming that like this is like a godly punishment. It's fucking you, dude. You set yourself up for failure. So this is the end of the episode. The themes that focus on the family listed for this episode were faith and superstition. Obviously, superstition. Which are the same thing! Um, the scripture reference it gave for this episode is Exodus chapter 20, verse 3, which is literally just the first of the Ten Commandments. Quote, you shall have no other gods before me. Quote. What does that have to do with this episode? I guess it's saying, hey, all of this superstitious bullshit is coming from other religious deities and practices and you need to keep my shit as your number one priority my faith my superstition my force of good and evil uh d ignore all that other shit and focus on my shit the ten commandments themselves are just a list of superstitions uh well i mean it's got stuff like don't steal don't kill yeah uh, those again, are just rules. Those, those, but the first, those should be rules that every every human live by. Well, the first five Ten Commandments are about your relationship with God. The second yeah, five. Yeah, great. And they're all just superstitions. Yeah. The first one being don't have another God. Uh, the second one being don't take the Lord's name in vain. Right. Et cetera, et cetera. Thou shalt not pirate Batman Begins. Yeah. I get it. But if thou does pirate Batman Begins, make sure thou piratest it uh in, in at least 720. At least 720. Uh, no no crappy cam versions. And you know what, Dexter? Mm? I wish we could have pirated a copy of Zack Snyder's Justice League and watched it on a crappy cam. I wouldn't give it the bandwidth. Ah, uh, man, I would. How much would that file be? How big would that file be? Uh, probably like nine four, gigs. A four-hour-long movie on a iPhone camera? Mm -hmm. It's probably going to be a 70-gig file. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Well... You can check out our podcast anywhere. Anywhere podcasts are available. That's Spotify, right. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, any others? Stitcher. You can check out uh, me on Twitter at the Dexter Duran. You, you may follow me on Twitter at Watch Bad Movies. You can email us at superweirdpod at gmail.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at uh, superweirdpod. Uh, you can also find our YouTube channel, which will have uh, a new video uploaded later this month. What? Seeing as how this is the 31-year anniversary of its release, I believe our first movie should, or our first full-length video should be the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles retrospective. Okay. I'm That's just my vote. That's your vote? That's my vote. All right. And unless you plan on hacking these I have uh, no Dominion plan. I have no machines. plan to veto. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of superstitious stuff with those Ninja Turtles. They believe in karma. Plan DeVito? Yeah. There's a lot of. Is he like related to Dan DeVito? Yeah. All the DeVitos are related. <laughs> and they don't get anything done. <laughs> that, so, was, that was a good joke, goddammit. It was. It was I a quality joke. I just didn't know who he was. The DeVitos never get anything done, they just always object to everything. I don't get it. You, what do you do when you veto something? Oh, DeVito. I got it now. Goodbye, everyone. Water bucket.
bucket made of water. What? What the fuck was that? I'm confused. Water bucket. I don't. I, I mean, are you just declaring something? I'm just declaring. It. <laughs> Not a plastic. Bucket. No, 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 no. It's a, it's a water bucket. It's made from water. Has water in it. When you're done with it. Not it's, just, it's just a handle. It's like one of those magic erasers for Mr. Clean. You just use it until it's 